0: Are you tired? Listless? Looking for a moment of escape from this hellish nightmare reality you inhabit? Today's lucky winner from Sanguis Pharmaceuticals can help. Independent studies that are definitely not fictional showed that listeners reduced their boredom by up to 69%. Today's lucky winner is not for everyone. Do not listen to today's lucky winner if you are under 18, easily offended by cussing, or are a snitch who can't listen to fictional drug use. Side effects may include giggling, distraction from worldly concerns, and hyper-aggressive sleep punching. Ask your doctor if today's lucky winner is right for you.
1: Take with alcohol? That can't be right. Do not take with water under any circumstances. What the hell? Girls gotta sleep.
0: Hello, cherished listener. Have you ever made a small decision that had huge consequences? Don Menendez just made one. Don Menendez is about to die. Shortly after taking a dose of Sanguis Pharmaceutical's new drug, Comaquin, one of the most common of the 47 documented side effects kicked in. Dawn entered a semi-psychedelic, hypnagogic state for the next four hours. She spent 42 minutes of that trying to open a locked steamer trunk using a tampon. She spent another hour and 38 minutes finding the perfect hiding spot for a necklace that she thought was screaming at her. She spent another 73 minutes crying because she forgot how to flush a toilet. The last 27 minutes killed her. Congratulations. A swirling yellow portal opened in a drop ceiling tile of an office building. Out of that portal came a blast of confetti, balloons, and Don Menendez.
2: (laughs) Congratulations! Welcome to the DMV. You're today's lucky winner.
1: The I, the DMV. Why am I in my jammies?
2: You're at the Department of Mishaps and Violence. That's the unfortunate outfit you died in. You were about to go to bed when you died from the looks of that ice cream stained shirt. It was clearly alone.
1: Huh. Okay. Excuse me. I wanted in You're dead. Okay. Is this some kind of prank show? Ashton, where are the cat
0: Oh, hey Kyle. How's it going?
2: Ah! Hey, Ricky. How's it going?
0: Oh, you you know, bud. uh, My vacation just can't come fast enough, man.
2: Oh, where are you going?
0: Oh, I'm heading down to the fifth dimension.
2: (laughs) Oh, someone's gonna party. Oh, you know it, man. Have a good one.
1: That that guy was a...
2: An asshole who keeps stealing my cold brew from the break room?
1: (laughs) Bones? He... Green Bones?
2: Oh, oh, a glowing skeleton, yeah. Ricky's is in accounting, which makes his coffee theft even more heinous. Accounting has their own break room. He said he didn't take my
0: cold brew, but I see right through him. It was at that moment Dawn began to take a look at her surroundings, beyond the cubicle in which she found herself. The room seemed to go on forever, cubicles lined up at infinitum milling in the aisles between the cubicles were ghostly apparitions, robed reapers with scythes, and an amorphous cloud of sparkling gas making conversation with a chubby winged child. Shit.
1: Everyone is I'm really dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. Are you an angel?
2: Do I have four wings covered in eyeballs?
1: Are you a demon?
2: Gross. No, I'm Kyle.
1: But you're, uh...
2: Kyle. I'm Kyle.
1: I don't know what any of that means!
2: You don't have to. You're today's lucky winner. You're the 777th soul reaped at the DMV today.
1: I don't understand. What could I have possibly won if I'm dead?
2: Due to the arbitrary nature of these deaths, there are systems in place to help rectify this cosmic imbalance. Life may not be fair, but the afterlife tries to be. Souls that are victims of violence are reincarnated, getting a second lifetime on Earth. Souls making their way through mishap sector of the DMV, who die in increments of 777, have the opportunity to go back to Earth in a different body for a single year. You may do whatever you want in that year, as long as you don't tell anyone who you were before. You will be chaperoned for the year by the reaper who was assigned to your case. Think of it as an opportunity to check some things off your bucket list that you may have missed.
1: Wait. Wait. How did I die? Was it a mishap?
2: Let me pull up your case here. Yours was a mishap. You took your new sleeping pill and you started sleepwalking. You did some... stuff for a few hours. You got your curling iron out, but you were directly under your smoke detector.
1: I, I don't like where this is
2: going. Your hair started smoking, which set off the smoke alarm. That didn't wake you up, and the sprinklers in your apartment went off. The plug for your curling iron wasn't grounded, and you were electrocuted. <laughs> uh, bad... Oh, real bad.
1: Well, shit.
2: Yeah. You had a real Roop Goldberg death machine going on there, huh?
1: Okay. Okay. How is my year on Earth supposed to go?
2: If you'd stop interrupting me every five seconds, I'm sure I would have already made my way through that part of the information pamphlet. How's about we save our questions to the end? Hmm? We'll be giving you a body that's similar to the one you had on Earth. We have you set up in your old apartment. Your cover story is that you are one of your own cousins who came from Florida to settle some of your affairs. We have paid for the rent for the entire year.
1: Do I get a job or... Great.
2: More questions I was about to answer. <clears throat> if you want... But it's not necessary. You'll receive a stipend equal to your pay when you were alive.
1: What happens at the end of the year? Do I just die all over again?
2: At the end of 365 days, your temporary vessel will disappear. Your reaper will escort your soul to its final resting place.
1: Which is...
2: I'm glad you asked. Let's find out and get you out of my cubicle as soon as possible.
0: Not only were the ancient Egyptians technological innovators, they were also surprisingly perceptive about how one's life is judged after death. The ancient Egyptians believed that upon one's demise the soul arrived in the underworld. Upon arrival the god Anubis would weigh the mortal's heart on the scales of justice. The heart was weighed against the feather of Ma'at. The bigger one's mortal sins, the heavier the heart. Most of their assumptions were correct, except the mythical underworld of Duat is actually a cubicle littered office space and the heart is weighed by a guy named Kyle, not Anubis. With a small flash of light, a large gold scale appeared on Kyle's desk. Excellent.
2: The scales of justice are here. We are going to weigh your actions on Earth as well as any downstream effects they may have had for good or bad against the feather of Ma'at.
1: Ma'at? Isn't that like the Egyptian goddess?
2: Ma'at, like the head of our R&D department. She invented the feather, It's a proprietary piece of technology that measures not only the actions you did on Earth, but things like intent and being forced to live in a fundamentally unethical capitalist economy.
1: Wait, doesn't the myth say you have to weigh my heart against that feather? You're not going to weigh my heart against that thing, are you? Isn't the heart weighed against the feather? I don't think I can handle seeing my own
2: heart. The heart is metaphorical. We weigh it against the file containing your every action on Earth. The weight discrepancy between the feather and your file will determine what kind of dimension you are placed in after your year.
1: Dimension? I go to another dimension?
2: Yes. Whatever heavenly or hell dimension is assigned to you based on the good or bad your actions have left on Earth. In accordance with the first law of thermodynamics, Energy cannot be created or destroyed, your soul is just energy. The different death departments act as way stations between dimensions. We make sure that each soul gets what they have earned in their current incarnation, as well as the amount of energy in each known dimension stays at a constant equilibrium. We may send you to a heavenly dimension who has sent another soul to a hell dimension for misconduct. That hell dimension may send a soul back to Earth as a cockroach after they've served their time. It's a constantly moving system of energy being exchanged between dimensions.
1: Huh. Okay, that's just a lot to process about existence and the machinations of the universe. So, uh, the better I left things on Earth, the better heaven I'm assigned?
2: Uh, exactly. Jonas Salk is in a heavenly dimension with a button that will give him a five-minute orgasm whenever he wants, a library with every great work that ever was and will be written, and calorie-free chocolate. Prince is in a dimension where every meal can be made into waffle form. He can turn things purple with his mind. They were both great people. Both were charitable and kind, but Jonas Salk's actions had much larger downstream effect for good, even after he died. That granted him one of the highest-rated heavenly dimensions.
1: Obviously I'm no prince, but, uh, I probably get a decent heaven, right? I never intentionally hurt anyone, and I took care of my sick mom.
2: Shit! Here we go. Now that your file is here, we can find out.
1: Fingers crossed for a waffle dimension with Prince.
2: Don't get your hopes up. You're boring as hell. And here's the Feather of Ma'at. Timed away.
1: Uh... Is it broken? What does that mean? Even is good, right?
2: Your file has to be lighter than the Feather. Even is bad. I've never seen even. The scale can't make a mistake. The Feather is infallible. I don't know which of your actions weighed it down, but you'd warrant a base-level hell dimension.
1: Not just a very boring, regular dimension? Neutral? Like, eternally stuck in the Denver airport? That hardly seems fair. How? I didn't do anything?
2: Uh, I'm as confused as you are. I don't see that you did anything that reads as overtly bad in here.
1: What the fuck? What? Are you fucking kidding me? So I just get stuck on Earth for a year knowing that I'll end up in hell?
2: I mean, uh, your actions during the year still count toward the afterlife. For the, the day's lucky winner, we have a policy of reweighing their souls after their year back. We had some issues with past winners making some questionable decisions with their year back on Earth. You'd be surprised how many people managed to murder someone from their past life, even with a Reaper chaperone. Humans suppress homicidal urges an average of four times a week. Things could change if you play your cards right. Maybe your reaper can help you. You could spend the year working on doing some altruistic deeds together. It's gonna take some seriously hard work. But it's not a lost cause. Motherfucker. Oh, that slimy little turd. Absolute shit whistle, you did it. Again.
1: Okay, you've been rude this whole time, but I draw the line at
2: name calling. Sorry. It's not you. I just saw which Reaper took your soul. She's. difficult. She's sneaky. She's not gonna help you do good deeds. After a year with her, you may find yourself in an even worse hell than you got yourself into.
0: A poof of black smoke appeared in the laminate office chair next to Dawn. As the smoke cleared, a figure appeared in the chair. She had a black mohawk, olive skin, and browned almond-shaped eyes. A toothpick jutted out of her burgundy-painted lips. She wore a white t-shirt with ripped sleeves, and the words, Cult Leader, were crudely scrolled in red sharpie across the pocket on the shirt front. Her legs in black jeans were stretched across to Kyle's desk, where her combat boots displaced a pile of paperwork.
3: Oh, motherfucker, why am I back here?
2: You got today's lucky winner, again.
3: (laughs) No. No, Kyle, my dude. I didn't do anything.
2: Care to explain?
3: I didn't cheat this time.
1: Why would I risk serving more time? I'm sorry, did you say serving time?
2: Rita has been in a hell dimension since her last time chaperoning a soul in 1987.
3: I fucking swear. How could I have cheated again? They won't even let me in the break room now. How would I even accomplish that?
2: Relax. It looks like there's a note here from upper management already investigating. Either it's legitimate or you're just getting smarter about how you cheat. Either way, I don't care.
1: Can we go back to why she's been in a hell dimension?
2: Dawn, this is Rita... Irita enjoys chaperoning on Earth so much, she has cheated her way into reaping the lucky winner 47 times.
3: 46. It's only 46. That time in 1912 was legit. You really think I was counting souls as the Titanic was sinking?
2: Whatever. We have a ticker in the break room that counts how many clients we have served that day. Rita would watch the ticker and swoop in on souls as they reached increments of 777.
3: You really make that sound easier than it was. My timing had to be impeccable. That doesn't sound so bad. Why did they send you to a hell dimension? I may have skipped out on reaping a few souls while I was watching the ticker. Like I said, it's not as easy as he's making it sound.
2: 387. You skipped on 387.
3: What? In the grand scheme of things, it's not that many.
2: Sixty-six of those became violent poltergeists because we couldn't get them in time. And I
3: went back and fixed those. Why did you try to chaperone so much? Why would you want to be stuck on Earth? (sighs) Do you know how exhausting it is to be a non-corporeal entity who experiences all time simultaneously? I need a fucking break. We don't get regular vacations. I've been doing this since I was created in the Cretaceous-Paleogene extinction. That's 66 million years of work. If the Reapers would unionize, maybe I wouldn't have to cheat my way into time off.
2: Regardless of motives, Rita served her suspension in a hell dimension, and she's back at work. She's been rehabilitated.
3: Okay, what's your job as my chaperone? I'm supposed to make sure you don't contact anyone from your previous life. And there are also some supernatural creatures who would love to get their hands on your temporary human vessel. Apparently they can be used to make some pretty juicy dark magic. I'm supposed to keep you out of harm's way.
2: Rita will be tethered to your soul for the duration of the year. She will have to stay within a hundred yards of you at all times.
3: Please don't make me stay in that depressing apartment you died in for the entire year. It's not that bad. Your nightstand is a cardboard box, and all of your clothes live on a chair in your room. Fair.
2: You will be returned to Earth exactly three days after your death. Rita, remember that you will have a physical form. You will be impervious to everything but magic, so don't interact
0: with supernatural beings. Kyle procured a large rubber stamp from his desk drawer. He narrowed his eyes as he leafed through Dawn's DMV file. There was a spark of recognition as he reached the page he needed. He looked up from the file at Dawn. All right, as soon as I stamp this page, your year begins. Remember,
2: you can't tell anyone from your previous life who you are. You didn't seem to have much of a social life before, so... Hey, rude. So, that shouldn't be much of a problem. Listen, I don't usually give people advice, but I'm going to do it now. There's a very high likelihood that you'll get shipped into a hell dimension when this year is up. I don't know which of your actions tipped your scale that direction. Your file looks painfully boring, You should probably spend this year racking up some really good deeds. Go for quality and quantity. Make sure you don't do anything to someone else that may lower your score. No offense, but I don't think you could handle any of the hell dimensions. Not even the white-collar ones where we send in bezelers and pyramid scheme creators.
1: What am I supposed to do? Give someone a kidney?
2: Wouldn't hurt. You need some hardcore altruism to undo whatever tipped your scale. Getting into heaven isn't as hard as people on earth seem to think it is. You have to seriously fuck someone over to get sent to hell. There's a hell dimension where they just stuff you full of kidneys. Nobody wants that. You don't even want to know how they get them in there. And Rita? You better not mess around. You understand me? I'm not entirely certain you didn't cheat your way into another 777th soul again. If you're caught doing anything, I mean anything, to interfere with humanity, they're going to decommission you.
3: Decommission me? Is it erase me? Are you fucking joking? My crimes have been victimless. Ghostly.
2: I'm not kidding. There's a note about it in Don's file. Upper management has had it with you. Tread lightly.
3: (sighs) Fine. Seriously doubt this dork is going to get me into trouble anyway.
2: (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, Have fun watching her play RPGs online for 12 months and testing the body's upper limits on energy drink consumption. (sighs) If you all run into any trouble, you will be able to contact me here at the DMV three times during your year on Earth. There will be three candles waiting for you at the apartment when you get there. Light one, and you will be
0: able to have a brief chat with me.
1: I have a few more questions.
0: Before Dawn could finish her sentence, Kyle had stamped her file. As the stamp hit the paper, a blinding light obscured her vision. She felt an intense rush of air as though she'd begun to fall from a great height. The sensory overload of the light, and the wall of sound created by the gust of air, sent her into the throes of a panic attack the likes of which she had never experienced. And Dawn had panicked enough for a few lifetimes.
3: Dude, you okay? You don't look so great. What happened? Where? How? We're in your apartment. It's all good. Take a second chill on the couch. Interdimensional trips are hard on non-ethereal beings who experience linear time. You got any weed? Like here isn't that long, and I plan on being stoned to the. Uh, excuse me, but what the fuck am I looking at? It looks like a circuit city exploded. Ooh, what's this little guy? That's my. It's a. It's, it's a streaming service
1: skeleton key. I built it to attach to streaming devices. It creates fake email and credit card information, so I can use any streaming services free trials indefinitely.
3: (laughs) Wow! What's good, little Miss Anonymous? Didn't realize I was spending a year with Miss Robot. Hack the planet, sis! Now about that weed. I haven't smoked since college. Ugh, I was afraid you'd say that. One sec. Uh, Rita? Guy in 202 is a weed man. I don't think he'll be missing this... Did you just steal a bag of weed from my neighbor? Unless he's just really into oregano. Yes. I stole a bag of... Ooh, mm, Durban poison? I think it's Durbin poison. It's... it's definitely a sativa. And I also stole this novelty bomb. I'm pretty sure that's a bootleg sailor scout above the stem.
1: Fantastic. God, I feel like I'm gonna barf and pass out. Have no
3: fear. I'll load a bowl for you, little bud. Oop, I should grab a grinder.
1: Cool. Cool. She went to go burgle my neighbor again.
3: Ooh, yikes. He was coming back in as I left. So you can just teleport? Yeah, but I'm tethered to you. The range is about a hundred yards. And as long as I'm corporeal, I can only jump through space, not time. You could jump through time? I mean, I usually experience past, present, and future all at once. I'm used to sliding around time on a regular basis. Alright, bomb loaded. Human ladies first.
1: You know, what the hell. Sure,
3: let me at it. Please, use my lighter. I got this baby from Sid Vicious. (laughs) Clear it, nerd! (coughs) You gotta cough to get (laughs) off, little buddy. Also, I don't think this dude has changed his spawn water in... a while. I feel a little better already. I should have done this more when I was alive. Well, you're alive now. You might as well make the best of it.
1: Yeah, and in 365 days, barring some hugely altruistic behavior, I'll be going to a hell dimension for eternity. Can
3: you take five minutes not to think about the worst-case scenario? Historically, no. You're going to take the evening off from worrying. Why don't we plug in your little TV skeleton, man, and we watch some shitty TV? My streaming skeleton key? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Plug in the doodad, let's get stony baloney, and we'll come at your whole I'm gonna get stuff full of kidneys in hell dilemma in the morning. I guess one evening won't hurt. Add a girl. I'll be in the kitchen making a garbage person snack. Huh. Is there anywhere you like to order food from when you are alive? I'm good with food, but I don't think I can make anything with only seltzer water and expired jar of sofrito. There are menus in the drawer by the microwave.
1: You find them? There's a really good Thai place that delivers. Rita?
3: You find them? You okay? Okay, first of all, don't freak out. Only magical stuff can kill me. Saying don't freak out is probably the worst thing you could say if you don't want me to freak out. I found the pills that you took before you died. Yeah? I took them. All of them. Why would you do that? Listen, you're about to thank me.
1: Why would I thank you for taking sleeping pills?
3: Because they're not sleeping pills. I don't quite understand my fast reaper metabolism, but they've already kicked in a little. What are they then? I'm. Um, Molly and a. Uh, acid and. fentanyl? It's a fucking cocktail. I think you were murdered. Hey, we prove it, and bingo bango, you get reincarnated. Clean slate, no hell dimension. Seriously? That's great!
1: Grab the evidence and we'll call Kyle. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, what? I
3: said I took all of them. There should have been 28 left. Yeah, I took all of them. All of the evidence is in my tum tom this is brie thanks for giving our first episode a listen um we have episode two recorded and that should be headed to your earholes pretty soon in the meantime you can connect with us and get updates on our twitter and instagram at lucky winner show that's for both platforms um and you can check out the episode details for more info about the cast and their personal social media handles finally We're just a little baby podcast, and uh, we don't pay for advertising. So if you like what you've heard and you want to support us, share it with your friends. Uh, You can use the hashtag LuckyWinnerShow in your shared posts on social media so we can say thanks and you can connect with us and other listeners can find what you're talking about. Um, You can also leave us a nice review on iTunes, and that helps us get seen more in the search algorithms so more people can find us and we can get more listeners. Uh, again thank you so much for letting us have a little time out of your day and until next time try not to die